three, two, one. Welcome to Circuit and Gear, podcast about scenic automation and other cool tech. I'm Cody. I'm Christian. I'm Harry. And I'm Mike. Welcome to Machine. Big news. Gareth Connor's back on the podcast. Hello. Ooh. Happy to be back. Yeah. It's been a it's been a little bit. It's been a minute. Yeah. I think it's been yeah, over a year since oh, the really? last debacle. Oh. Actually, I think you're like spot on about that cuz it was uh oh, yeah, anniversary. It was month, anniversary, right? yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, hopefully this one will <laughs> will be less sloppy. <laughs> no promises. Mm. It's not my goal. <laughs> <laughs> Goals are not aligned there, Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should, we should really have an alignment meeting. Let's <laughs> row in the same direction. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm fucking jazzed to be back. I, I'm really looking forward to it. We've got a yeah. lot of good topics on the docket here. Yeah, and, and the first really kind of cool one, too, was a, uh, was a little quick custom job we did um, for the Pretty Women Tour, where it was a... Uh, Simple, uh, linear actuated machine that um, had some uh, was a quick turnaround and very price conscious. Yeah, no, that's yeah, totally. That was a. I mean, there. I don't think we've been shy about the promoting the fact that we're trying to get uh, bigger into tours. So mm-hmm. uh, this was for Crossroads Live, which used to be Troika. Okay. Um, right. And um, yeah, I was talking to Dave Birch. Uh, there about what they needed for the pretty woman tour which was uh the gag was they had like four fabric um columns and they needed to kind of austrian up Mm -hmm. it was like third well i think it was supposed to be 39 inches right harry 42 something yeah 36 was a nice round number (laughs) this all got into part of the negotiation but they needed it to go up a bit and uh, kind of Austrian up out of the way, but they they emphatically did not want to use Spike Mark, like um, not for any criticism of Spike Mark, but just because they wanted it to be simpler than that. Like yeah. They were push button, push button, yeah, yeah limit switches and push right. buttons because it really just had two playing positions. And he was like, "So I don't know if you guys would be interested." I'm like, "I'm interested in whatever you got. Like, yeah. we <laughs> we would like to do more work with you. So if that's what you need, we will make that thing." Mm-hmm. And uh, and we did. We did, yeah. The original thing was like it was going to be some sort of winchy poo uh, in the middle. Uh, oh, but right. given the short travel, we talked about it, and it seemed like it would be, make more sense just to do it as like a two to the one the hard way pull with the linear actuators. Because the other thing too was like also space constrained, right? Yeah, like it had to fit into fit this header in truss yeah. piece, so it was like this built into a scenic element, and there was sort of kind of making it a long skinny machine. The actuator worked nicely for that. Yeah, and they were just like Duff Norton. McMaster car parts. Mm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get it next day. Yeah. 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 And it, we right. were, as we were like doing the VE step on that, it was like, well, if you want it to be 39 inches, that's a few thousand dollars more. But if you could live with 36 inches, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we can live with 36 inches. That's fine. <laughs> that's in stock next day. We'll have it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then we did a little push button control. It was DC motors, 24 volt. DC, 12 volt, 12 volt? 24? 24? 24? Ah, I don't remember. Some voltage. There was a voltage involved. It was DC. (laughs) Big ass power supply and a couple of, we actually had some of the little DC drives on the shelf, some little Minerac drives. Yeah, from like 2018. There was one. (laughs) They were like, yeah, we can find another one. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. We crammed it into the world's smallest electrical box because it had to fit in that uh, like 10 inch window. It's tight. It was tight. Too tight. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was, yeah, it was like 50% smaller than it should have been. Should have negotiated for more elbow room. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make a lot of long, skinny enclosures. They should. Yeah. Should make more of those off the shelf. Right? Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was kind of, I mean, I think the, the best thing about it was just it was kind of uh, designing down to exactly what, the, what they needed. Yeah. And it was pretty fast. And it was a little bit of jazz. Like there, there was some cable management that had, had to happen because at the bottom of these Austrian swags were some pendant lights oh. on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were, Harry and I were talking about like all these various ways to attack it. And then. Yeah. Like I think we, we got like a bunch of different bungee cords and there was all kinds of bad ideas floating around. Like oh, yeah. we're just going to, we're just going to tie it up to the truss and it'll just like swag up. And then I think Bo's just playing around with the pieces and did some zip ties and carabiners and made some magic happen. And it just sort of like zigzags on the back of the middle pick line and like oh great zip ties and some yeah. two dollar car carabiners that's it yep call it done yeah nice. yeah it was, i don't know it was it felt a lot more like scene choppy than our normal mm-hmm. thing where it's like we're not gonna really draw all of this we just right. need to we're not gonna it make work. it again no definitely not also interesting on this one too is and we also tried a new way to do the schematic Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this was coming off of Forty Six Entertainment, which was yeah. um, had some challenges on the control box, yep. and had some, and we've been kind of suffering some challenges in the control shop in general with troubleshooting. I mean, it's a, it's an evergreen problem, right? right. Like if mm-hmm. trying to, it's not working now. What? <laughs> yeah, the, I replaced the fuses. It still doesn't go. So. It blew again. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> do you want me to put a third set of fuses in there? <laughs> yeah. What if I f- I'm going to flip the breaker a little slower this time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I tried doing like a ladder style uh, schematic for it on this one to see if that would be a little bit easier. And I, I'm not sure if it was or wasn't. It was definitely easier for me to draw it. It was clearer for, you know, as you're designing it. And I, I do think it was... Um, for the people who are just building it who don't really necessarily know what it's supposed to do. I think it was easier for for the Florida troubleshoot right there. Yeah. I, I certainly think, it, like, looking at it and answer, feeling a couple questions, it was like, oh, this is way more straightforward what's trying to happen here as opposed to where we get, we get a little more granular with all the wires going everywhere. And it's like, what is this doing, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was kind of like a backpedal because I've always, like, I've often promoted the kind of hybrid schematic of, mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of schematic, kind of wiring diagram, you know. And this time it was like, this is just a schematic. And ideally we would do a wiring diagram, mm-hmm. but I'm going to not do that because <laughs> I don't have mm-hmm. fucking, I don't have the time in my life for that shit. Mm-hmm. So here's just a schematic and I'll note, like, the gauging on it and then, Try it. See if you can get it. And then each ladder rung, mm-hmm. I put just like a little descriptive text next to each one so that to give them a little bit of a hint of like, hey, this is the indicator light or this is the, you know, this is the forward direction the circuit. Yeah, this is the intention. These components. So it seemed to help a little bit when they were trying to figure out like, why does it not do X thing? Then right. they could try to redefine what is the rung that is X thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, other than the, all the fuck-ups I made on the schematic, it it seemed to work fine. I mean, which I thought was a good thing. Like, yeah. Kate was able to troubleshoot it, and then it was only when she was like, I don't know why this doesn't make any sense. You're like, ah, because I drew it wrong. That's That will never work. Labeled all, <laughs> all three things the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I think I doubled up on 
yeah, a, a thing that really stuck out doing that, because mm-hmm. of course, like you, then you've got your coils and contacts separate, separated. Yeah, that I reused some some contacts that she just dutifully like doubled them up, like jammed more wires into those contacts. Like, oh, that was yeah, no, that's not what I meant. And actually, that would have been drawn differently had that been the intention. But I see how you got there. Yeah, that's totally on me. But yeah, I mean, I think I mean. I th- you this spurred on a little into your inside post that uh, Gareth made about like what uh, what tools could be options. I mean, looking at I hadn't actually looked at the schematic until while you were talking. I pulled it open, uh, which now I'm realizing why we were starting this conversation because uh, yeah, it's Laterone, which like looks very typical to like an AutoCAD electrical sort of like style. Um, like wrong drawing, which mm-hmm. is pretty pretty common out in the world. Yeah, it's like super common. I mean, that's like the yeah, that is the schematic. The yeah, yeah, it's usually the schematic versus the wiring diagram. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but without having like those tools built in to like, you know, kind of hold a data point of like this is what this relay is, and knowing where it's going, so that then you can like either generate a plug-in diagram or make sure you don't have duplicates. Um, starts getting really, really tedious. Um, yeah, the thing I was thinking about after the fact, like if I were to do it again, which okay. I imagine I will at some point, was like I think that when I drop a contactor on that drawing, like if if we stayed with AutoCAD, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. bullshit AutoCAD version, LT, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that I would change the name immediately. Change the like just drop all the contacts for that thing on the drawing, like not in mm-hmm. place, mm-hmm. but just drop it label them all and then start dragging them over. And then when you run out, (laughs) (laughs) right. Yeah. (laughs) Rather than change, like don't go back. Don't just start editing fucking contact numbers. Cause you're like, now you're going to screw yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But it did reopen all those old wounds of like, Oh, I don't know. Could we do it in Eagle or could we, you know, yeah. Vector works. E plan or yeah. Or that sky cad looked pretty interesting. I thought the SkyCAD one looked remarkably interesting, right? Yeah. Super interesting because the price point seems decent. Yeah. The the feature set is pretty wide. I mean, like it falls short of like a bunch of the kind of crazy cool like you know conduit fills and all these other oh, yeah. things that someone else somewhere probably really gives a shit about. But yeah. like in the world of like, can I make a schematic and a plugging diagram, and can I shit out a bomb? Mm. Yeah. Like those three things all together are probably the hardest things to like manage mm-hmm. um and That's then like, like the next one for. would yeah like because then the next step would be like and it can integrate into the 3d world but like i don't think we're ever going to switch our 3d world out of fusion so like any of the other options that i saw that had like all of those sorts of integrations immediately ratchet up in price because they assume you're going to make like your full Cabinet panel layouts. layout yeah. and yeah 3d yeah. like you know integrate you into know, your BIM. fills and stuff stuff yeah 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 Yeah. um we don't want to get into yeah no definitely not i mean it i mean if anyone from fusion is you know out there listening that would be fucking that would be a great next step i mean we've already got circuit board layout in there but uh, keep developing uh, that though like don't divert (laughs) develop that a little (laughs) bit more like i was could just behave like a normal drawing application yeah I was in there. They did when they f- announced the Eagle. Well, I think I've been in there a few times, but they do like a Friday, like let's talk about stuff on their Instagram live where people mm. pop in and ask questions and they like present a thing and then do a Q and a. And I've asked like two different times, like, are you guys at all interested in like bringing in the like, mo- like 
not circuit board level electronics like practical electronics and mm-hmm. bringing in some of the like electrical features kind of like the integration yeah. that they have with, what did they say uh they said no oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right <laughs> not they didn't even equivocate they weren't like maybe but yeah. on the no, road map like, it's no, just a dead end yeah they're like no we don't really have any we don't think anybody that's not the market they're gonna go for because yeah. they think they to their you know whatever they do have like inventor and autocad electrical that already talk to each other and i think they feel like they've kind of like checked that box like yeah if you just want to do that then you should just do this other thing and you're like no but what if i didn't want to like yeah it's it's kind of a weird argument though because you're like yeah but you could i mean you could mechanical cad also i mean fusion definitely (laughs) competes with inventor so inventor and cad 3d it's like yeah yeah. It's like, do do we need? I don't know. They're comp- like competing against Revit or Inventor, but also like, come on, Fusion's the way. Let's yeah. just do Fusion. Let's just do it. Let's do it. Right. Do it. Like fun. I'm on the team. Right. I'm I'm uh, with you. Like, I'm yeah, totally, right? like yeah. totally. Like yeah. So you're you're like, hey, we're on the team. What about this other thing? Like, no, no. Also, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, but uh, that was probably like over a year ago too. Like when the Eagle stuff was really just starting to yeah. not be so shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So maybe I don't know. It'd be worth reaching out again and just say. Like, yeah, it's just one of those things that strikes me as like, um, not that we need to drive this topic into the ground, but like that. Um, I have always said, like, we don't do enough of this to really fucking bother with a oh. like electrical CAD mm-hmm. package. Mm-hmm. It's like we just design a couple of pa- cabinets a year. You're like. <laughs> Yeah, that's not really true. It just it ne- it always feels like yeah, but after this next one, it's gonna we're not gonna need to do it for a while. After yeah. this next one, you're like, nah, we just need yeah. to do it. And and if we're getting more and more into like the permanent installation retrofit stuff, oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's like that's it, absolutely that world. <laughs> like yeah, that would make right. so much more sense for that level of shit. Yeah, um, we're like down. We're to the point now where like we've made a couple of schematics for like our existing controllers already this year, right? Like, right. Like the yeah. new, yeah, 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 the yeah. new no, pros totally. and the apprentices, we've now have like, you're like, oh man, if that would have just been yeah. fully right? integrated across all the things, I could have updated one cat Yeah, file. Yeah, because Lucas has Printed. a stack of like 12 of them that all have the same mistake on it. Right. Right. And I, like, and I, and yeah, and I don't want it to come across like I'm saying, like, and I'm just real, you know, like, and I'm just pointing this out. Like, I know you guys are in the trenches dealing with it all the time. It's just that, you know, having right. to go back in and do some design work over the last few weeks or whatever mm-hmm. is like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't know. Like, no, a, I, think, I think that we could probably attack the drawings a little differently. Cause I, and I, I know that I set up these patterns. <laughs> it's like, but maybe. As a, we got to get better at troubleshooting. Well, like I think that's just, the really interesting thing about it now, too, though. It's like, the, but there's just these other people now that are doing the tro- tr- that we want to be able to do the yeah. troubleshooting step. Because there was a time when, like, these drawings were only ever used by folks who really understood the internals of how the shit worked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, if like, if those, if that was that way, like, it didn't really need more than what we used to do because mm-hmm. like everyone kind of everyone who had their hands in it kind of knew it right. but now we have folks who you know are really good technicians um but don't really necessarily understand the intent right the design right. intent that and like we've, yeah we've also like added so many as we've started going towards like some folks that are technicians builders and stuff we've added more and more details to the drawings in this sort of like hybrid yeah. plugging schematic situation, yeah. which like which is definitely of helps, like right, like 
emphatically labeling terminal blocks, emphatically labeling wire mm-hmm. gauge and color, like all of the, you know, point to point connections, trying to get rid of a bunch of those stuff, which like a plugging diagram really wants because a lot of what the floor ends up doing is the the plugging side of things. But mm-hmm. then you look at it and you're trying to like logically troubleshoot, troubleshoot it. It's a fucking and now, mess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're like, fucking hell. Like, where does this go? And you're bouncing around. And then we've hit. Well, that's like, like when we were doing the 46 Entertainment thing, like you were, I think, on site at that point, And I was trying to help out on the floor, like with the troubleshooting and the kind of production side of it. And I'm, you know, I, I was managing it like Mm -hmm. to go through but you're like finding the things that were it was a custom panel so go figure like it didn't work exactly right the first time and you're like trying to trace the connections you're like boof this is this is rough like it is is quite a maze because these are not straightforward panels Mm -hmm. and you know that wanted the the ladder the the intent of you know when i press because it was the simple button yeah it was it was button control where it's the when i press this button X, Y, and Z should happen. But right. Right. Like, but it was I like three pages of of diagram later that you're like, and I think this is a dead short as soon as you press the button. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah, between the pendant and the controller and the local control box, and you're trying yeah. to fucking just see, like, what does this thing fucking do? And you're right. like, even I drew the first round, and it, you know, I drew all the lines and I still was like, oh yeah, that's fucked. Like you're like, you're like, it's very quickly. You're like, yeah, that line does not connect across those three pages. And yeah. And I mean, like I was supposed to, I feel like I'm a pretty quick read, but I, I was not confident enough. I mean, I still called you while you were in California. I'm like, Hey man, can you look at this? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure I understand that this is fucked up in this way, but I am, but it's a lot of lines. Like I'm, you know, yeah, you know, right. So. Yeah. Also in the world of like, I, on that same one, right? Like, uh, yeah, there's these little funky custom blocks and we're trying to do some weird shit with some, you know, PLCs that we don't normally reg- like regularly use. Yeah. So then you're like, cool. And I think I've configured it all right. And this is good. And I draw a bunch of stuff and you're like, Oh, the, that's the wrong part number. Like that's all, this yeah. is ins, yeah, outs, yeah, not yeah, all yeah. out, all yeah, ins. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, that'll <laughs> never work. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. The ins yeah. and outs. And yeah. 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 Like, yeah so I think it was good that we tried something new. I mean, I think it's also like just, uh, I don't know. It's good to remember that we can just change, change, like just fucking right. try. We can it. try something. Just try it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, but we always did it this way. Like, well, not always. And, <laughs> right. and we don't have to continue. Like mm-hmm. if yeah. there's a better way, let's try that. Let's try that. And I don't, I don't even know that's that, if this is it, but it was, it was fun to try it. And it certainly was faster right. to draw. I do think it ended up being a little bit easier to troubleshoot. And, mm. but it did open up the conversation again. I'm like, hmm. You know, Skycat or mm-hmm. or with some of the other ones. Anyway, the, there were a yeah. few other in the, in the mix. The one that I thought was pretty cool was WSCAD. WSCAD was that the expensive Electrics. one? It's the one I added. It's like it's not as expensive as uh, like ePlan, but it's like an AutoCAD seat essentially. Mm. It's like yeah, it's like two K. It has more than an AutoCAD seat. Like Electra X. Yeah, that was another one. I saw E-Plan. somebody on Instagram. It did like super cool, like kind of. Uh, you could do your panel layouts in it as well, mm-hmm. and even in two yeah. D, it would do some little like background math of like wire and conduit fills, tell you your like height depending on your gauging mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but then also it's like yeah, but then we're gonna do that, and then also then redraw that same panel in Fusion. So I don't know. It, Mm. Yeah. My gut oh, says we yeah. still probably to do the machining and everything, so you got to throw it in there. And yeah, yeah. 
I it probably feels like AutoCAD Electricals. The right. That play. was a little bit how I was coming around to as well of like yeah. you know like by that because then we could just get because you could just get AutoCAD you know big boy AutoCAD licenses which we probably could use in other ways mm-hmm, as well right. and then we'd have some electrical seats and you're like mm-hmm. yeah it's like everything I mean I'm not I'm not very pro AutoCAD in general um, but you know, like right. but then we would we could use other features of it and like it's yes it's. I, I don't feel like it's the most intuitive. I feel like it's a little heavyweight. I feel like it's a little cumbersome, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But it also could get the job done. And it would, and for the price, it is an, a pretty impressive value. So. Right. And it's sorry, also our current workflow. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's like pretty ubiquitous too. So like if yeah. we add some folks into the design pool that are electrical folks, like it won't be. <laughs> Yeah, nobody would be like, left field. you're using AutoCAD Electrical? That's so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of this. You say, how do you spell that again? Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. And like, yeah, from the resources of like us trying to, because we're going to have to spend some energy to like make our block diagram, like block library again to like yeah, yeah actually do will. it of like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> block yeah. editing. AutoCAD strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, you can't uh, see, but we're all touching our noses right now, so I think that's you. Uh, that's all right. I, I kind of love it. It's just, it's fucking, it's a slog. Like, yeah. But yeah. also then if we go with the full AutoCAD seats, we get some cooler block features. Anyways, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's yeah, then, then it'll feel like more in line and we can like kind of leverage some of the stuff. But anyways. Yeah. yeah. This, the only one that was like, actually somewhat appealing of not doing that path was the SkyCAD to me because yeah. the price oh. point mm-hmm. and the feature set. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the, then, their free version is actually surprisingly featureful. And then, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then they have, and then their pricing isn't crazy after that either. Right. Yeah. But yeah, probably it's AutoCAD. Keep coming back to you, AutoCAD. <laughs> I can't quit you. <laughs> I just wish I knew oh, how I to could. quit you. <laughs> <laughs> no, if Vectorworks had the you. thing. I, oh my god yeah i wish they did they do not yeah. although jesus christ that pricing is crazy yeah like, that is. I not crazy at, or yes expensive crazy like i have not looked at vectorworks recently in terms of like new license costs and you're like mm. holy shit i don't think i would do that today either mm. right is it uh like perpetual license or is it a nope. autocad like subscription model it is subscription model pricing but it's not as in, it's not as affordable as autocad which is a bit of a tough sell right yeah that's what i thought when I heard from the all access folks that they do like inventor and vector works, I was like, Oh, that seems so strange. Cause they're both <laughs> we, very fucking, we have all this cash lying around. We just couldn't figure out how to get rid of it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the things don't talk to each other whatsoever. So you're like, well, there's no, no, yeah, yeah, no yeah, big yeah. gain. Right. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. What do you guys do with pro E? Nothing. We just send them checks. <laughs> <laughs> It really cuts down on the tax burden. Uh, yeah. It's easier to just do it than to stop. It's a whole like paperwork thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's how we've always done it. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're almost through the first topic. So the... <laughs> the last thing. <laughs> the last thing. Yeah, yeah. So, Cody, when you were out uh, out in the L.A.'s, uh, good old Tyler Smuts had, had shown off his, his prowess at doing the QR code to uh, link directly, like trying to do a more immediate gratification version of documentation. So like mm-hmm. if there's a, 
a thing you're having a problem with, stick a QR code on it. When you scan the QR code, it goes straight to a video showing you how to do the thing. Um, and and you brought it up on Basecamp as like something that inspired you recently, and mm-hmm. I was very taken with it because I'm like, that's pretty badass. And mm-hmm. Tyler's one of my personal heroes, so I was like, that's that's fan- fabulous. We should emulate him. Right. And so we tried doing that this time on the documentation for this little gag mm-hmm. uh, for the <laughs> where we started was the uh, Austrian rig for Pretty Woman. So there was like a bunch of <laughs> so we we filled like a ten we filmed a ten minute instructional instructional video uh, and um, and then we did a little chapter markers in there for like the different you know cabling control box mechanics mm-hmm. etc. And um, and then stuck and did the same thing, and we yeah. stuck QR codes all over the piece. And so then, if you scanned a QR code, it would jump to the video, but at the time that we're talking about the thing at the chapter right. marker. Yeah, I yeah I kind of loved the way like <laughs> looking at uh, Tyler's like I mean he just he's just got QR codes on like fucking everything. It's like oh you're mm-hmm. standing in front of this connection. Here's like a QR code to a short like 30 second video that just shows you like hey this sucks like it's this yeah oh fuck yeah that's cool and then like to like funnel that through our process and see Mm -hmm. what the pretty woman video was like and you know the chops that we've kind of built in our like little video production (laughs) department (laughs) uh, over the past like couple years to then see like oh shit like we've got a couple cool little easy intros a couple little swipes like setting yeah. up the the timeline markers like in the video to then like not have some you know 20 video library per yeah gig like yeah. having it all in the same video as markers like oh hey if you're new and you have like the just like the welcome to this gag like welcome to this effect you can yeah. just watch Here's everything the training yeah you can watch the whole thing yeah. or you're just walking up to a thing you're like wait how the fuck did that go and you're not scrubbing you're not like you know it yeah. was somewhere in that video. It's like, no, it's this, you know, 30 second fucking chunk. I, yeah. I was, yeah, it was pretty badass. Like it was oh, super, super cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Yeah. I was, I was pretty, yeah. I thought that was a nice, a slight, nice improvement to the, I mean, the, I thought the idea was fucking killer. And I was like, well, yeah. if it's one video, like mm-hmm. you said, then, then you can watch the whole thing. I mean, the, the whole thing, the nine minutes <laughs> <laughs> worth of right. training and automation. Uh-huh. Um, but you can watch the whole thing or, right. yeah. But then the chapter markers work, and like you said, like we've we've made a lot of videos. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. we over the past couple of years. So, it, and and honestly, like that didn't take us fuck all for time. I mean, it was maybe two hours start to finish to do right. that thing, and an hour yeah. that was letting it upload to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and the unlisted link thing from YouTube, like that whole thing was very cool yep. too. Like, like, oh yeah, you don't have to worry about like hosting a drive with a shared oh, open to the world. Oh yeah, right. Like, yeah, like any of that bullshit. You're like, you know who's good at hosting fucking videos? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of got it figured out. But then we yeah. were talking. Like, I think that this would be a really cool thing to adopt across the product line. Like, I think yeah. you know, I'd, yeah. I'd be really curious to see us do this like on stagehand and on the machines and everything else like because i think it would be cool like to be we get so many questions about like how do you you know yeah like jog (laughs) you know what's this button for well and also especially now too is like with the uh bonus steps of the fuses and all of that where it's like the yeah stagehand Mm -hmm. won't power on check the fuse yeah well is it plugged in 
circuit breaker, circuit breaker. Yeah. Check the fuse. Yeah. Just like one, a QR on the back of the station. Like, what do all these things do? How do I plug mm-hmm. it up? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's I the interlock like connector for? Right. Yeah. 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 I also think like for machines, I think it could be big. Like, I think we'll talk about it a little bit later, but like the, like on a push stick V2, like yeah. a fucking QR code right on the side. Like, how the fuck do I rig this thing? Like, yeah. oh, there's yeah. a guide for it. And like, and we keep emailing it out to people, right? Like we, I texted that, it this week. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. We have a pretty good, I mean, the guys have made a really nice guide to do it. And you're like, if right. we could just get it in your hands easier. And I think it's like, at the exact moment you need it. Right. Right. Not like, let me, right. Cause to the folks credit, they're like standing in front of a machine that's in their theater and they're like, ah, it's a winch. Let me try to rig it. And then you're like, ah, there's some, Ah, uh, you'll be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You're going to need that section right. view with the lines going through the machine. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be the one you want. <laughs> Those right. arrows. Yeah. Yeah. I got like the question of like, so you guys probably just like, you know, like loosen out the drive chain and then spin the drum to where it wants to be. Right. And I was like, oh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Never. Yeah. Not like, yeah. not while I'm breathing. Yeah. <laughs> like, please don't. Uh, huh. Like, yeah. Cause like the drums, like, feeding on like an inch below where the pulley lives on it yeah you just started it wrong yeah. which is easy to say but then you're like ah if i just had like the fucking instructions on the side of it been really like you would have just known you just been know, able to see right yeah yeah because most of the folks are like willing to receive the instructions but it, especially in video it's just not fucking printed on the side of the machine yeah you know like or the front of the stagehand or whatever oh well we no can, i think it i think that's step closer yeah. If we did it as TikToks, I bet the kids would really take it up. <laughs> I do Harry's think there's something about hit the gritty while he <laughs> 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 like me too. I think there's something about like just embracing the yeah, the, the more modern technology. You know, it's like it, most people are not going to read the documentation. And and even if they even if they even if it was to print a documentation, just go find how do you find it? Like, right, right. Get to the immediate information. Yeah. Why can't you just point me right there? So anyway, I thought that was cool. I thought it was a a, a neat first step. I really credit Tyler for showing us the way, and I'm yeah. excited to like fucking drive it further. And the first one went well, so we're gonna keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be fun to do it on the stock stuff, you know? Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. And then also, uh, also interesting and custom was we're doing. Uh, this job with ARS where there's a biparting wall, video wall, and needing um, some automated way of stopping it if there is a person in between it. So it's going into a TV studio and there's going to be talent around it. And so if the walls are closing and there's a person there, um, there's always somebody running the show and watching it and all that. But then also if there's this second backup way of stopping if there's something in the way and for that we were looking at these um diffuse photo eyes as kind of like contactless bumpers yeah totally and i think that yeah so like how we would normally have approached this problem uh was to shoot like a beam break sensor right across the back of the wall um but the interesting bit about this particular installation is that the it's like an XY gantry, so the the there is a a track that is parallel to a plaster line, mm-hmm. and that has the biparting LED on it. But that 
is also mounted on a parallel to center line set of tracks that go upstage, downstage. So we would normally like put a beam brake sensor like mounted to the walls, not the LED walls, right. not the things that's moving, but like to the architectural walls of the building. Right in front of and right behind. Yeah, like so, a garage door. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. And and we would just stop the, the walls if somebody got in the way. Uh, but if these things are tracking up and down, um, trying to Keep aim uh, a retroreflective uh, beam across the the walls attached to the walls as they are moving and shaking is, uh, well, we found out it, it fucking didn't work. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, exactly like your garage door, which is, it takes a lot of effort to keep a line. Yeah. Uh, but that's stationary. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like with a little bit of shimmy, it was like, uh Oh. And so we were, uh, casting about, and I mean, it was just like kind of a total blind spot for me of like, I don't know, this is how we've always done it. I don't know. understanding yeah. what the hell we're going to do. And whatever else could there be? Yeah. And so I, um, I reached out to our good friends at Schneider Electric who are freaking awesome yeah. um, in general. Like they are super helpful people. And I explained the situation and he was like, yeah, you should use these diffuse sensors instead. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't understand how this would work. I don't even see like, how am I going to cast a beam across the way? And how's that any better? Right. Blah, 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 blah. And then it took like three or four times of him repeating it to me before it sunk into my fucking idiotic head. And I'm like, oh, I see. Because <laughs> the way that these things work is like they, they scatter out. Well, they don't scatter. I mean, it's a it's still a focused beam, but they, they shoot out a focused beam of infrared. Yep. And then they're looking for the reflection back. Re- looking for the reflection back. And, and they will reflect off of anything. Yep. You know, so if if there is an object in front of them, it'll reflect back and that'll stop it. So rather than casting a beam across, which you don't really care about, it's just like, that's the thing that you always see with garage doors and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like this will just, it kind of puts out a feel and you can, and and also these sensors are not very strong, so they can't cast very far, but actually that's useful because then we can just say like, oh, we just care about a couple feet in front of the wall because we've got, you know, a few inches of stopping distance. Right. So... If something gets close, stop. Right. <laughs> That's all right. we care about. It's like, oh, if we just put one on each door, yep. then then it will like detect it and stop. And you're like, oh, it's almost like having a bumper switch on the thing. On the sides. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. like you said, it's just like a contactless bumper switch. So it's like if you are close to the wall while it's moving, it'll interrupt it. And it had a tail on effect of actually like a really cool simplification. Cause like what yeah. you guys have done with stagehand pro five and four mm-hmm. is that we have those interlock inputs right on available. The stage hands. Yeah. And so what we, rather than having to do this craziness that we were planning on doing where we would build like a custom interlock box that would take the beam break and interrupt multiple uh, axes because yep. we would want both doors to stop if the beam break was interrupted. No. Here we can just say, all right, if there's a if there's something in the way of the stage left door, stop the stage left door. If there's something right. in the way of the stage right door, stop the stage right door. And we can just tie those sensors right into the Their interlock stage inputs. Hands. Yeah. And so it's like this marvelously simple, very elegant, straightforward solution yeah. that I thought was pretty cool. It literally comes down to it's just that one M12 cable plugging into the back of the stage hand. Yeah, and we just made like right. yeah, just a little adapter to go from the IRC to the M12. Yeah, which is super easy to make. Yeah. And you can just buy those cables off the shelf. Yeah, and so we just use these like relatively inexpensive um, diffuse photo eyes. And it kind of, the only bit you have to 
take a little caution to is like you can't have them pointed at each other because <laughs> then they won't see each other's infrared <laughs> all the time. So yeah. you have to like offset them a little bit and aim them a little bit differently and yeah. all that. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was a really cool, but pretty then straightforward it, solution. Right, and it gives you like a, I think it's it's like what two three feet of a kind of a yeah safe zone no go zone around. Yeah. And did, either did they side come of the wall? in different sensing ranges as well? They do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm. none of them go very far. Like the infrared, really just can't. I guess be you know can't go out in a tight beam all that far. Um, but yeah, they, they do have different ranges, and then they have like a trim pot on them, so you could dial it back. So if you don't want it to go to be as sensitive, right, right. <clears throat> so I just thought it was neat. I thought it was a different sensor uh, that was cool that we hadn't used before, and it was like a super easy tie-in to the stagehand. Um, there was right. like a little bit of ugliness. At, so the, the thing that I thought would be interesting to talk about is like it's, you know, like we're using this thing in kind of a safety application, right? We're trying to mm-hmm. stop something, but these are not safety rated sensors, right? right? They are not, they have no sill rating to them. Um, they're not uh, redundant in any fashion. Right. Uh, and you as a two of them right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it is a little bit awkward, right? Because you're like, yeah, right. yeah that's uh, that's all very true. Of course, these are just going into the interlock input on the stagehand, which is also right. just going into an input on our card, which right. is also not, not safety, safety rated. rated. Yeah. yeah, but it's the uh, I think kind of the not kind of, but like the the way to justify it though is the fact that like right, but this is just the backup to the actual person human person watching ready to stop it right it's not unmanned right. operation right. right right yeah yeah it's an interesting thing right like because at first glance you go like oh yeah i mean it's not a one-to-one replacement for like a safety rated like bumper plc on a, or, run into yeah. a safety rated plc that's yeah. going to inhibit motion or something but like also it's not quite as uh it's not quite the same, right? Like, because it's not, it's not like a lift in a shear plane. It's not, you know, it, it's a big wide expanse between these two pieces. And there's mm-hmm. like, oh, like as you make that risk assessment of like, it is a monitored move. It is a, like, it, it is two pieces that are large that are moving quickly, but not crazy fast. It's, you know, like as you do that risk assessment, you're like, and this is an effective tool in that toolbox. And, you know, yeah. you've built up your, levels of degrees of safety around like managing that effect right not oh hey we found this cool sensor it's not safety rated fuck it let it rip right like it's, right it's right. an interesting little tool to add into the mix whereas before it's another layer right it's yeah. a, it's a one yeah. more layer of the things that are in there as a protective device and so you have like you also have position error in there and you have the operator in there as yeah. well and I also think it would be worse off without it. Like right. it would be, mm-hmm. which was on the table <laughs> initially. <laughs> right. Like I feel like there's a, a lot of folks that in this yeah. sort of situation would just be like, yeah, and then we'll watch it and, you know, and, the, and then stop. we'll watch it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And in the same interlock connector, you could put in a dead man switch for sure. But someone could also tape that button over and defeat the dead man switch in the same way. The diffuse sensor could not sense yeah. the thing. Right. Yep. It's all layers like you said right no exactly so i think it i don't know i mean I, you know i i would i would invite the conversation with people who disagree right. with that with that take because i think there is there is some room for disagreement in there and i could i could accept that but i just think it's uh mostly i thought it was interesting because i 
I mean, a, I think it's, I think it is a contentious issue and we'll got to talk a little bit more <laughs> about that when we get later on in the show about other safety standards, et cetera. Um, but I thought it was a cool sensor and I thought it was a cool way to attack the problem. And it, you know, it was one of these things that was for me at least was like total blind spot. Right. I'm like, I had this Still one know. fixed yeah. view of like, this is how we do it. You know, mm-hmm. and it was, it was really, I, I don't know. I, it would be funny to watch the email chains back and forth when they, I was like, but I don't see how this would work. He's like, I, uh, it would work the way I said it's going to work. I'm like, yeah. I don't see how it's going to work, though. How are we going <laughs> to yeah. detect the beam? He's like, you're, you're laser, not hearing me. We're not going to detect the beam. Who yeah. could ever know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Magnets. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was a pretty cool uh, a pretty cool device and a, an interesting thing to think about. And and I think a cool feature of the Pro 4 and Pro 5 where you can very easily add, add these protective measures. No, they're not safety rated. They're not going to pass a, a SIL review, but they... But they do actually improve the the, the safety right. the safety the overall safety of the effect. Yeah, yeah, and easily, right? right? Easily, Without. right? Yeah, that's the yeah. cool thing. Uh, and like clearly too, like is yes to pump up that signal a little bit, like the the interlock is there. Like, yeah, yeah, and it shows up in spike mark and on the faceplate as a specific. You're like, you know totally. exactly what's happened. Yeah, totally. No, it was really joyous because I mean, like you know, I I'm not gonna say that I have no idea what's going on in the stage and I'm, I'm pretty intimately familiar with it, but like, but it was pretty great when I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. The interlock connector has everything I need. Yeah. It's got fucking common. It's got 24 volts and I can just jam in my, my, uh, all stop signal. And, yeah. yeah. Or in this case, the forward, just it was the just the forward, you know, cause yeah. I just wanted to interrupt forward motion. So right. um, I was like, Oh wow. That is, that is so much easier than it would have been even three years ago, you know, right. even two years ago. And then the realization that, yeah, and it can just go, to the connector. Yeah, and like so it. and so we cut out like $4500 worth of control box doing yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Like that was a weird custom control, weird control that we would have to right. Yeah. do and then troubleshoot as we built it and you know. Yeah, yeah. it was a, it was a nice conversation to have with the customer when you're like, oh, I got to we got to revise this invoice. So like, ugh, what's coming? I'm like, I got to I got to give you money back cuz we don't really need all this. And you <laughs> save for 3 mm-hmm. Rakio. Yeah. Which was also right. big for that. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Oddly, maybe even bigger. That was that yeah. was great. <laughs> I'm more excited about that. <laughs> there was a lot of consternation about that one. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, ooh, you would well, have hated that the I screwed last up pro. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, somewhere in, I think it's in QuickBooks. We had we had misdescribed the stagehand as being five U, um, which I mean, I say we. I, I'm sure it was me, but. It, Nonetheless, like it was, it went out on the invoice as 5U. I'm like, yeah, it's 5U. It says it's 5U. It's 5U, you know? And then it's like, like we got them and they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they oh, they they're totally six. Eight yeah. Or something. And I was like, oh, they're definitely not that, but they're not right. five either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, they're six, they're six, and that's all on me. And there was still enough room to accommodate it. It was just, yeah. yeah. A surprise. Yeah. 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 But those dudes are great. Uh, I yeah. mean, this is our first job with ARS, but they've they've been really fun to work with. So. Yeah, and they seem very excited about the stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're excited to sell. <laughs> so yeah, it's cool. Holy shit! It's Mike Wade. Holy shit! I made it back from on site. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound I got, right. I got a I got a bag of caster blocks. I got a box of caster box and a bag of t-shirts. Oh. And a song in your heart. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Not in the face. <laughs> yeah, it's a new experience for me having to deal with driving in traffic 
in the rain mm-hmm. yeah. on 95. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a very different experience than driving on the BQE in the rain. Oh, yeah. In traffic. Mm. Mm. How so? Um, Less potholes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think there's probably an equal number of potholes, but mm. there's like, I think there's a different level of aggression and or stupidity. Mm. Mass holes. <laughs> <laughs> Massachusetts is renowned for their polite drivers. Yeah, yeah. Whole, the entirety of the Northeast. <laughs> <laughs> From New Jersey up to Maine. Yeah. <clears throat> but more importantly, did I just hear you have a box of t-shirts? Are those t-shirts for us? I do. Uh, I have a bag of t-shirts. Mm-hmm. I have a Ooh. box of caster donuts. Yeah, you get the casters. Yeah. But what are the odds I'll get a t-shirt? Slow to zero. <laughs> oh, you're, are you coming oh, up this sorry. week? You're coming up this week. Aren't you coming I, up this week? You I might get so. Yeah. 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 You're an XXL, right? I don't. I don't know <laughs> if we got an extra small. XXX small. <laughs> There's been a lot more beers lately. I think. <laughs> Sadly, have grown in size <laughs> in the shirts apartment. Let me see. I don't know. I haven't even opened them. Yeah. The shirt. Sean, yeah, yeah. Sean. Sean. Mullen? Oh. No. was like, he was very You sent him the super wrong size, so does that mean he just sent us all the same? Uh, I told him that I only wanted extra smalls. <laughs> <laughs> he was, if if he sent us extra smalls, we were taking a group photo. In extra smalls? <laughs> In those and nothing else. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll find out. Nope. <laughs> and like that, he's gone. He's gone. That's a very small bag. They seem it's a safe. white bag. It's a small bag. Safety Safety sharpie orange. on the front. Do you need a knife? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of knives flipping open right now. Oh, <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have made it. <laughs> Sean told me, said, Mike Wade, share the love. I think that's what I just cut off. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, they're super dark. We'll never know we're coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they are safety orange. Yeah, it's beautiful. Thanks, Sean. One of the one of the local one boyos, like, every day I saw him, he's, like, on the sound crew. He's like, it's, it's, it's crazy. You got another great-looking shirt today, but uh, I don't see one in my pack, like, every day. <laughs> every day. I was like, I don't I don't know if you think that this means you're going to get a shirt from me, but it definitely means that you fucking won't. Like, <laughs> I had Rada bring shirts, and I was like, I, everyone can get a shirt except for that fucking guy. <laughs> I will not be aggressed into giving swag. Like that Passive. Not- <laughs> Passive aggressive, yeah. nonetheless. You can go to our Shopify and buy one. And some new hats. Oh, yeah. We have oh, yeah. I, saw, I haven't seen what the, what do those look like. Hats are awesome. All black. Yeah, they're all black, but they've got the curved brim, and they're kind of like more curved on top. Are they the truckery ones or no? They're still. They're still trucker. Mm. Well, still not yeah. your hat. I hope yeah. you love them. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is shockingly hard to to order hats that everyone likes. Yeah, everybody likes so. a different hat. Yeah. You know, I start. I found uh, like circa 2015. Flex fit that I oh, yeah. I had in my stack of hats that I was like, ooh, and I've been wearing it all week. It's like, yeah. oh, these these hats are 
These hats were great. So is this the uh, third revision of the hat then? Fourth revision? There's a lot of hats. Like from ever? Yeah. Oh, God. No, there's, yeah, there's been a lot more hats. It's probably, yeah. I, I Roughly a hat a year. Uh, I kind of want a dad hat, you know, like with the little be mm. back and then just like a super tiny little uh, like stitched make it move man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah, mean, I mean, I, I, we go through hats like candy. Yeah. So, I mean, there'll be opportunities for more hats. I mean, we were out of the other hats. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, let's right. do more hats, but let's do them different this time because not everybody liked the other hats. So the, mm-hmm. the flat brims, the flat brim chuckers. So, uh, yeah. But here we are. That's way off on it. That's way out on the left field. <laughs> Hats. Not Shock. even on the list. Shock. Shock. Yeah. But besides a- new hats, we also have a new apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> Seamless transitions. Wow. <laughs> the segues are amazing. <laughs> really the only thing I bring to this podcast <laughs> is uh, segues. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, but we have a... Our brand new apprentice, Apprentice V2, now with split A cell D cell. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I mean, the apprentice is at a, a crowd Super favorite. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, it's been a amazingly pro- uh, successful product. And so, yeah, we took another crack at it, uh, kind of applying the kind of latest uh, Stagehand Pro 5 yeah. features. Yep. Focusing them down. And putting them into the apprentice now. Yeah. It uses the our new stagehand V6 card. Yeah. Which is how you get split A cell D cell. Mm-hmm. For those that haven't been paying attention. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but we also added in the interlock signal so you can do things like sunroofs and you don't want the lift to come up and so you can use those signals now. Um, right. We added the branch circuit protection right onto it. Um, the low voltage fuses, so if you accidentally miswire an encoder, the fuse should hopefully blow and save the encoder. Um, that saved us a bunch of times in the shop. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can get some in, some insight into how often we miswire encoders. Yeah. <laughs> so often that maybe uh, we should put fuses on there. Right? Yeah. Right. We're pretty good at it, I'm not going to lie. Um, but it's also 6U now, so it matches the Pro. So if you have a rack all built out and you're like, oh, I don't need a Pro for this one, you can pull it out, put in the Apprentice, same U. It's still going to look right. great. Or the um, other direction, which is kind of cool, or too. Or the other direction. Like, oh, the Apprentice isn't going to work. Need a Pro. Yep. Right. Just slops right in. Yeah. Although it's got the, the handles in the, in the cards all line up now, right, Cody? Yeah, that is cool. If you have a new pro and you have one of them right below it, like everything, yeah. like lines up, lines up and looks right. Um, it does have the uh, hinge down front face panel, like the pro has for like easier troubleshooting. So nice, so good. Yeah, yeah, like keep it racked and troubleshoot right from the face. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, it is not as deep as the pro because of the the big. Brake resistor. The brake resistor is making it very deep on the pro, but like if you have a showstopper four and a new apprentice, the they are the same depth. So like when oh, you go to nice. like cable it for like e stop and everything, it's you just, can actually get to the back of both of them. Oh, uh, it is. Yeah, the first time we had them racked up at the shop, I was up for something and I saw them and I was like, ooh, and I just like grabbed a like little like. 12 inch that we had like a five mm. pin and I went like chunk, mm-hmm. chunk. and I was like oh that is 
oddly very satisfying that it's just really <laughs> on the backside. Like, yeah. I was like, ooh, that's that's hot. That's hot. Yeah. Yeah, they're so, pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, it's very exciting because I'm, I don't know, the Stage Enterprise is near and dear to my heart because it's like a, well, it's just a cheaper version of the Pro. Mm-hmm. It has nice the things you need. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're just doing a lateral move, like it's it's all you need. And it's it's cool to see the the fun new tech in the Pro filter down yeah, into right. the more affordable version. Yeah. So. It was fun uh, redesigning the Stage and Apprentice like case and form and, you know, some, and some of the circuitry, uh, you know, whatever, a schematic. And looking back at all the decisions that you had made on the uh, previous Apprentice, like I thought mm. were novel when I designed, redesigned the Pro. Mm. And then I went back and was like redesigning the apprentice and I was like, Oh, Gareth already fucking thought of this. Like <laughs> on the you know, apprentice. that's kind of been the trend for the like, like, everything <laughs> old is new again all of yeah, a sudden. Like, oh, this... uh, it's yeah. It, it's yes. like you thought about these things way back. Well, I did, I did, but it's all better. I mean it's yeah, I mean it's it's nice of you to say, but it is it, these things are all massive improvements over what, what I'd made years ago. So it's it, but it is, it is fun to see those. Some of those, you know, some of those things live on, which is great. Yeah. But it's a fucking, it's a badass controller. And I like, yeah. I love having the interlocks on there now is fucking oh super God. handy. Perfect. Yeah. Right. Sunroof? Sunroof oh. is the big yeah. one, right? Because the <laughs> yeah. lateral move, and you don't yeah. want to have to buy a pro mm-hmm. for like, a, what will probably be like a, a two horsepower, maybe, you know, yeah. thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, like you could now buy a, like, 120 volt one horsepower variant apprentice and it'll still have the interlock signal and you could run yeah. your sunroof and loop it into an interlock with the lift you know so like yeah that before used to be kind of like some squids and a little extra box to then run an extra switch to interrupt maybe a forward limit and like some real hand extra signal cables and yeah yeah, yeah. The whole and now thing. it's just like boop interlock interlock boop cool yeah. all good yeah it's so much less crap it's it's a lot cheaper and mm. it, it handles like the, the common use case, you know, mm. which I think is nice. And so really the only thing I think left in the air though, with the V2 apprentice is what driver are we going to end up using in it? So typically the print, well, I say typically up to this point, apprentices have been <laughs> yeah. uh, D700s, Mitsubishi D700s. Yeah. And there's now, so we just built a, Weird, I put that in air quotes, weird <laughs> batch of Prentice V2s. Kinds. Yeah. And some of them have been 480, some of them. 220 single phase. 220 single phase, mm-hmm. um, different horsepowers. You know, they've been quote unquote weird. And for some of those, we used E800s because that's what we could get in the time frame. And so. I think for all of them. Has it right? been all of them that, or, or to, up the, to this point? Were the, the Holzer are, ones D's? Those were E's. There those were E's, pros. right? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. I well, didn't those were pros, right? All E's those were pros, yeah. Those yeah. Pros, yeah. Oh, okay. Single phase input pros. I mean, they could have been. Oh. The rotate could have been an apprentice. Right. Yeah. That's, but there was some. That's a fair point. About it doesn't need the uh, dual brakes. Uh, <laughs> but so the so there's this open question though now about do we just fully commit to E's? Right. Or do we still use the D700s in the Apprentice? Right. Yeah. Because the gap between the D700 and the previous A800 
is a mm-hmm. large. It's a yes. very large gap, and also like not just large in cost, but also in like size and form factor. Like yeah. that, just yeah. like yeah. what is these two things? It made a lot of sense. Like you looked at the Pro and you looked at the Apprentice, and you're like, oh, look how little this one is, and look how big that one is, because look at that big drive that's in that one, and the cost yeah. differences all made sense. And now that we've whittled both of them kind of to this medium size and price down yeah, yeah exactly like they're they're right in the window like yeah the 800 has some cool features uh but it's it's only what like 200 dollars more uh, it's, i don't think it's even that much i think it's like 140 or something like that mm-hmm. i mean it's it's getting really close on price and <clears throat> from an operational perspective i mean my question mark is just like well could we just stock one drive and then our yeah. technicians only have to deal with one drive and our support people only have to deal with one, one drive. drive. And like, we, we just know that drive in and out, in and out. Yeah. And it's, um, it's a question mark because it's, it, it, it's not a lot more expensive, but it is more expensive. Mm-hmm. And I think the other dangling question is like, where, where is the E 800 120 volt mm-hmm. um, oh, on the uh-huh. release schedule? Because I right. know that was still not released yet, and we do Have some some up. of the times that we do apprentices for do a one ten, right? Yeah, um, apprentice. Well, but. and I think that's also the other interesting point too, though, is like minimally, if we just have the holes on the back of the case to yeah to mount either one, it's like well, right? We're making this quote unquote yeah. weird batch real quick. Yeah, which drive can we get in the time frame? If yeah. It's a four hundred volt. D700 drive or it's a 400 volt E800 drive. But we've really revamped like our whole purchasing scheme and our production That's scheme true. like yeah. it, like it it is a radically different operational procedure that we've done yeah. in, mm-hmm. over the last 2 years and it's been a lot of effort to get there. And so like just looking at stocking levels right now like we have over 25 E800 sitting on the shelf and we have less than 5 D700 because like we just don't use that many D700s. Right. But if we could just have I mean much like we're doing with the Trinity motor if we could just the have Trinity those, drive. Uh, yeah, if we could just have those um <laughs> except it's just two. But the <laughs> <laughs> I do not think you know what this word means. Hey, uh, hey, 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 hey. I started the floor pocket today. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's still the Trinity motor. It's exactly. The motor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um anyway, I just it, Operationally, it'd be a lot easier, and I'm, you know, I'm still beating that drum on the production side and operational side of like, let's find our efficiencies where we can. But I think there's technical efficiencies to be had there, yeah. um, and then the familiarity. It's only one drive I have to get Modbus to work for. So yeah, so we'd right. be, yeah, we'd be, we'd be within shooting distance of having one drive that we can talk Modbus to. Yeah, some, Modbus. some days. <laughs> <laughs> we hate Modbus here. Hate it. One of us does, yeah. That's yeah. true. <laughs> 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 One of us does but uh, I, I, yeah, I was just gonna say that uh, from a production standpoint, I was asking Lucas because he would he had just finished the first like Apprentice V two mm-hmm. uh, going to Korea, and I was like, hey man, so how did that wire up? Like, how does that feel versus the old Apprentice? And he almost like snorted his drink out. He's like, oh my god, that is so <laughs> much easier to wire than the old Apprentice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like so much fucking well, better. That's but, awesome. Yeah. That's actually so yeah. awesome to hear. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's all fucking clean. The routing's all worked out, and there's so much. You know, there's more space to work, and yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was very happy about it's how it was. Enthusiastic. Yeah, oh, yeah. He so loves cool. it. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, but yeah. Prentice so that's V2. that's our new exciting uh, Apprentice V two. Yeah, I order think it, yours today. Yeah, it's fucking sick. Yeah, store.creativeconnors.com. I think. Yeah, or uh, sales at creativeconnors.com if you want to do the email thing. Yeah. I you think you can buy it from you can fax us for like the fax is we have gotten rid of the fax yeah when you're when we're recording this you can still fax us no no it's gone it's gone it is it's now on the do not fax us do not fax us do not do it Christian loves it it's a shame we had a three million dollar order but we faxed it to you I guess you guys didn't get it Suckers. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think I'm doing the renderings for it this week. So. The fax yeah. machine. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> no. The Apprentice. <laughs> the <new world>. <laughs> <laughs> it might be on the no, website no. soon. Is what I was the, trying uh, to get at. <laughs> all right we've almost made it through one section but uh besides that uh <laughs> so cody so those servos huh <laughs> no clutch Shifting yeah. remember when he said earlier the one thing i'm good at is segways <laughs> All right, I'm bringing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get nothing and like it's falling. I'm going to edit all you guys shitting on me right in the middle. <laughs> uh, yes, Christian, I was on site for quite a while to answer your question. But anyway, whilst Cody was walking trust in the dark, Gareth, you were out in London, right? Seamless again. <laughs> Seamless. Wow, that was smooth. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's true. So uh, Pete and I went to the Plaza show uh, yeah. in London, which was our first time going. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've oft heard of it, um, but it was our first time going, and it's it's a it's a bit somewhere stands between kind of the. LDI and USITT mm-hmm. of our of the US of A uh, folks. Um, it's a trade show. It's um, it was in a, a beautiful venue, mm-hmm. um, the Olympia in London. Um, our point of going there was that we we've had some inquiries from the UK about mm-hmm. our gear coming yep. over to the to either Europe or the UK. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, hey, which we is go check it out and like just see. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is now different. <laughs> <It's> now different. <laughs> As of a couple of uh-huh. years, that's now not the we have to qualify. Uh-huh. <laughs> um yeah, so we thought we'd go check it out and to be like, hey, yeah, maybe see what's there. See what's there, see if there's like room for yet another automation company over there. Um and see if, you know, like how we where we've carved our niche in the market here, if we could do the same thing over there, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it was it was an interesting show. It was great to make the trip. I think the like the spoiler is like I don't think there's any sense in us seriously uh, trying that. to you know make an entry into mm-hmm. the UK market, um, which was you know. Um, Certainly disappointing. Like right, you, know, right. you always, I mean, 
you don't do something like that. Be like, oh, I probably won't work out, but I'm going to do it anyway. You know, you're, you're heading over because you're like, yeah, it's going to be fucking killer. Yeah. We're going to, you know, it's going to be great. It's what we're going to do. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I think it was certainly useful to do it just to get that, <laughs> to, to have that experience and know that we shouldn't waste a lot of time and effort and money trying to make a, an entry into the UK market. Um, it saves a lot of aggravation. Um, yeah. I mean, the, you know, like here in the States, like we really got our start by um, targeting outside of Broadway and outside of Vegas. Like mm -hmm. that, like those two markets were really well served. And yep. we we're like, let's go after the automation everywhere uh, else. Yeah. And um, the takeaway I got <laughs> from <laughs> the UK was like, you know, the West End mm -hmm. certainly has a lot of automation. And then outside of the West End, there isn't a lot of automation. Mm. Um, and so there isn't really enough business over there to support somebody trying to coming in, coming in. Yeah. Right. And like, so the idea that we would come in and like, you know, work in the West end makes no sense. I mean, we don't do that much fucking work on Broadway. Broadway so yeah. why would we, yeah. why would we, why, <laughs> why would we, why would we dominate end? in, yeah. yeah. In, in the equivalent in the UK with no relationships, no reputation, mm. um, et cetera. So, um, and we, I mean, like, and I think that uh, it there's we can't like uh, shortcut those relationships. I mean, like these right. things are all built on like who you know and you know who you work with and all that stuff. Right. Building the trust and the building brand. the trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so you know they and they don't have a huge um, education market, which is another oh. place where we have a really. Uh, strong market mm -hmm. here in the States. Mm -hmm. Like we sell a lot to universities. It mm -hmm. doesn't make up a huge chunk of our revenue, but a good number of our customers are in education, which mm -hmm. is great for us. Cause then we get to, I mean, a, we like it and B then like folks learn on our stuff. And then when they graduate, they go out in the world and know Buy our, our things. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so that's, that's great. But that doesn't seem like there's a ton of opportunity. It's not no opportunity, but it's not, it's not lot. equivalent. Not here. enough to like, you know, I mean, you couldn't just like sell it overseas. Mm -hmm. Like you'd need to set up a, I mean, well, A, we would need to get our C certification, which we mm -hmm. don't have for our products. Mm -hmm. B, we'd really need to have like Support. either a partnership or we would need to have an office over there. Because I mean, you know. We do a lot of support for automation, so we yeah. do a... <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think it would magically work better over there. So um, <laughs> I know that they're generally smarter than Americans, <clears throat> but they're not that much smarter than Americans, um, that they yeah. would need no help getting it going. I've heard them pronounce it um, aluminum, all right? They're not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was... Anyway, it was, it was a good show. It was... Um, I was there for like two solid days. That was like easily 30 hours longer than I needed to be after <laughs> talking to a few people. Um, but it was still good. I mean, um, and it, it, the, we had a, I had a great conversation with the guys from absolute motion control. That was a lot of fun. Oh, uh -huh. it was, They've got cool stuff. Um, they have very cool stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we're both fans of each other, like through mm -hmm. Instagram and LinkedIn and all that stuff. So it was really fun to like get to meet those guys and uh, hear about what they're working on and all that stuff. They they have a great business and do really cool stuff. Um, so it was just kind of fun, you know. I mean, just because how often do you get to really like hang out with people who are also involved in this right. weird industry and at your level and can talk about it at that level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so that was that was a 
a hoot, and I, I would fucking do that any day of the week. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was kind of the Plaza show. I mean, it was it, it was fun. I don't think that we're going to make it a big <laughs> European splash anytime soon. <laughs> I think it was it was great to go out. It was great to see the thing. It was um, I mean, it was fun. I mean, it was funny. Like <laughs> I visited the Tate booth. The Tate booth was the whole thing was a little understated. Oh, like the uh-huh. the show was a little small. Um, mm-hmm. LDI these days is a little small too. So it's not like it's just a European thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was like even at USITT, right? Like you would run into. Uh, Folks doing automation, like whether yeah. it's automated rigging or yeah. just like straight up production automation, like there are companies that would be having uh, booths mm-hmm. um, or what they call stands mm-hmm. over there, um, and there was none except for fucking Tate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so I went over to the Tate booth and uh, said hello to those folks because, mm-hmm. of course, you know, lots of good people there that we we know and admire. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Ted who I'd worked with years ago in the cruise ship line <laughs> um, was like, ah, Gareth, you know, he brought me over and introduced me to some of his coworkers and so on. And he was like, yeah, you know, like they're technically, you know, they, they're one of our competitors. And I'm like, well, we're like a competitor, like a fucking bicycle is a competitor to a pickup truck. <laughs> like, I don't think we're playing the same. Like, it's not like, you know, like, yeah, we both have wheels and we kind of get you around, but like, I, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be really out. You gotta not know what you're looking for a lot if you're sh- shopping in these two different companies, right. <laughs> where you're like, yeah. maybe I could get by with a bicycle, right? You know, <laughs> what are you doing? A big drywall project? You're like, nah, that's probably not gonna do it. Because like at that event, they did Tate did a presentation on their. Um, I might get the name wrong, but it was like Project Sandstorm or something like that. Like that, they basically built a city in the desert for a f- music festival, mm-hmm. right? And they talked about like yeah. the miles of road laid and mm-hmm. the number of stages built. And you're like, do not call us. Yeah, if the- <laughs> <laughs> don't call us to build roads. If you need any roads, <laughs> yeah. we're out. <laughs> That is not our gig. Right. That is not what we're going to do for you. You need the Department of Transit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, we couldn't do that in Warren. Definitely don't hire us to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Halfway around the world. Like, that is a bad choice. Like, yeah. um, so. I, uh, I had a similar conversation with the folks at the Perlman, which was just like they were talking about other people's automation systems and someone was like oh yeah i was at some tate load-in and like you know have have you seen tate stuff like they were describing some lift or something i was like yeah which you're like of course no i've never seen him who is this again (laughs) yeah how do you spell that my response was like yeah and ferrari makes nice cars too like but none of us are buying ferraris like like what the fuck are we talking about like this is not like right yeah it's true it's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, totally. You mean like the cookie guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it is kind of I mean, uh, yeah. Why we accept that kind of those different strata in other markets, but then when we get to like stage automation, they're like, "Well, obviously, we got we all got to make the same thing." You're like, that mm. nope. I don't feel compelled like we have to make the same thing. Right. <laughs> we don't have to offer all the same services. Yeah, uh, the same market cap, sure. It, uh, but you're talking about right. different yep. things. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so anyway, that was the Plaza show. It was good. It was, 
most exciting, well, not most exciting, but partially exciting. I used like basically all my miles. I cashed in oh. like years of miles and I flew Delta One. <laughs> 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 How was that? It was fucking amazing. <laughs> 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 that that kind of ruins you for travel any other way. Like that Not was like your own apartment. Right? Yeah, you got your own yeah. little like walled-in enclosure and your lie flat seat. I mean, I got off the plane feeling fantastic. I mean, like I, I was I I had slept for hours. I was it was great. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was pretty good. That's pretty good. But uh, yeah, no, I don't think we'll. Uh, I don't think we're opening up the. Oh, hysterically, we like we. Pete and I were having dinner in an Indian restaurant in London, and oh. we, we bumped into the guys from All Access. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, which was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. I was like, holy shit, David Agar, what the hell are you doing here? So they sat down and we had a good conversation for a few minutes. And fun to see those guys always. But yeah. anyway, yeah, that was, uh, that was Plaza. Oh, man. So... But besides the excitement of flying Delta One, uh, Gareth, the other excitement for this month is the uh, new shop, which uh, we're recording this podcast in, which is, you know, maybe one of two in this particular office. So limited edition. Only one new shop. Only one new shop. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the other one? Only one new shop. (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's super exciting. I mean, we're, we are. Literally podcasting in the, Shell. In the rubble of the new shop um, at the moment. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have a we have a brand new shop, and we have uh, we are in the final week and a half of the old yeah. shop. Um, so, which is crazy. Which is mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, it's it's been eleven years in the old shop. So, or twelve years, twelve years in the old shop. So it's it it's quite a change for. For all of us, uh, yeah. for sure. For me, it's kind of crazy. Like as we peel back all of the layers <laughs> in the old shop, like holy shit, I remember that. <laughs> I remember when we put that in. Right. When, yeah. Uh, but it's fucking super exciting. I mean, we got so stats wise, right? Like so, the our current shop, we have we are in a complex. Right. It's an old mill building, yep. as is. Rhode Island. Like <laughs> in New England. Um, <laughs> we have to save the mill. <laughs> we, have to, we must save the, the decrepit old mill building. Quick, force new businesses to operate in these. Yeah. There's holes in the floors. Yeah. We can patch those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could. We, I mean, we won't. We won't, don't clearly. Step but we don't <laughs> step there. <laughs> Danger. And the holes we make. And, <laughs> and you wonder why we're so lax on our stage these days. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the children yearn for the mines. <laughs> <laughs> so we got 10,000 square feet. Uh, it's spread across four different like units, two of the units being across a parking lot. So we're like, if we drive it. sucks in the rain. <laughs> yeah. Or like so, today or, or yeah. any weather. Or the yeah. super hot weather. It's like that. It just any fucking sucks. It's, it's all bad. Yeah. Yeah. So... We have 10,000 square feet between the spaces, but it's chopped up awkwardly. This new uh, space that we're sitting in, it's 17,000 square feet, so it's just bigger. It's 1.7 times larger uh, than the old space, Um, and it is all one space. It is a glorious square. 
Sc- rectangle. rectangle. It's a rectangle. It was built in 1975, so it and I were born the same Ooh. year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, which makes it, you know, obviously very young and spry. Spry and vintage. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's got uh, 35 feet between the columns, so we got plenty of room to fucking set yeah. shit up. It has 1,600 amps of 480 volt power. That's crazy. Not enough. <laughs> Absolutely crazy <laughs> the amount of power in this building. Yeah, and it's uh, it was it's and it was affordable. Uh, which it, you know it's a little rough around the edges in spots, but we've um, been doing some work on it. Uh, we just got the inside painted. We got the floors scrubbed and degreased. <laughs> it's a whole new building. It genuinely looks like an entirely new building. <laughs> it was between nasty. the walls and the floor. You couldn't come in. Like first time I came in, I was like, "How did I get so dirty? I didn't even touch anything." Yeah, <laughs> but it's got two loading docks. It's got a drive-in uh, door yeah. as well. Um, what is it twenty something foot ceilings? Yeah, it's like 17 to the bottom of the beams. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, just flat rectangle. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Concrete floors, no holes. Yes. After all the like weird random fucking spots that you had like, you and I had sent back and forth to each other for a little while. Like, and you posted to the base camps. It's like, you're like, Jesus Christ, can I just get a fucking rectangle? And it was like, holy <laughs> shit, a rectangle. Like, <laughs> we found one. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 So we're in the process of, uh, you know, we got the offices redesigned. So we hired a design firm to design the offices. There is an office space. It's like 2,000 square feet of office. It's a little uh, in need of some love as well. So... It's a nice way to put it. <laughs> so Just that's cleaning the bathrooms made such a difference. Yeah, I heard, <laughs> yeah I've heard. I spent a lot of money on cleaning, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So we're. I mean, it, it'll be a process for sure. Like getting to. It'll be next year before the thing is finally done, and we're finally done, done, done. But we we are we are moving here, like starting next week. Yeah. So we are out of the old space. Um, by October one, um, and we are in the new space, and it's it's really exciting. I mean, it's, it's terrifying and stressful and all that stuff too, but mostly it's just really fucking exciting because it's yeah. so much room. Um, we can do more. We can take on more serious. Um, we can do bigger fab projects, right. yeah. exactly. We, we can just do, do bigger, bigger stuff, things. you know. And we are we are spending the money up front to like get the power distributed and get the things set up, and like it's it's. But that's also the other thing too is like, but. Now in this space, there's literally nothing we could do that we would run out of power for. Oh yeah, no. at sixteen hundred amps. <laughs> I challenge you. I would if love you have a project that needs more than sixteen hundred amps at four hundred eighty volts. Right. That is uh, sales at Creative Commons. <laughs> uh, Send it our way. Com. Please prove us wrong. We would love to be that. We'd be that yeah. kind of wrong. I'm totally excited to put a giant turntable up in the middle of the fucking place. Well, not the middle. We're going on the right side. No, totally right in the middle. I have a dedicated space for a turntable. No, no, not. I do. 38 feet, motherfucker. I, tr- <laughs> <laughs> I think you can describe a 40-foot circle. Yeah. I was giving ourselves a little bit of room. 
Just no. move around. Like, go, right to the post, bro. <laughs> go bigger, go home. Self-clearancing. <laughs> it'll start at 40. It'll end at 38. That'll, that'll be the lathe. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm fucking jazzed. I'm, yeah. Totally and we got yeah, enough height and length to do, like, you know, some multi-line hoists. And, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. very interesting projects that I think we could start tackling yeah. with the facility. And sure, all that's exciting. But for me, the most exciting point is like, I now no longer have to have all my emotional support uh, spotlines at my desk. I now have a dedicated space for uh, R&D. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I really thought that that was going to be his segue to that he got an iPhone. I don't know if you guys are all (laughs) (laughs) with how shit the rest of the fucking segues were. That's his <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be fucking badass. I like I think having a dedicated R and D space is gonna be fucking huge. And obviously Massive. the rentals have got uh, more mm-hmm. space. We yeah. got more space to store stock products, right? Which is you Not know in the office. <laughs> yeah, which is honestly, I mean, it goes hand in hand with all the changes we've made in the last two years. Like we have a it's shocking how much shit we can ship like right away like we yeah like spotline orders come in and they just fucking go mm-hmm. Re- rotators revolvers like we have right. we have a gaggle of push sticks and push stick minis all on pallets ready to go which is like, crazy you know, it, it, mm-hmm. it is it's but it's fucking right. badass like we we got a we got a somebody interested in a rotator rental and they're like ah oh, we would have bought it but there's just no way we can you know get it in time we're like what, what do you mean, mean? It's, it's, it's like, we have it on the It's shelf. weirdly better. It's like, <laughs> just buy it. We've got it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I already it's put it. the shipping label on the crate. Right. Yeah. So. Like, it's now you got it. Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it for us. We'll catch you next time on Circuit and Gear. See you later. Bye. Bye.